Hello and welcome to the Friendship Therapy Podcast, a show where two friends of a long time meet up and chat. How about that? I'm Caleb and this is Trevor. Hi guys. <laughs> Today, my sir, is one of those days where the brain doesn't work yeah. at the end of the day at the end of the day which is when we're recording this. yeah <laughs> it might have something to do with me trying to adjust to like a new schedule mm. that's kind of intense that i don't want to talk about yet because i want to test it more before i talk about it on the podcast yeah. but i will say that i think it's taking energy from me <laughs> yeah understandable i i also the heat oh shoot because it's so hot probably is not helping i the think situation about either you're right i literally my phone was like excessive heat warning yeah for western washington it's ridiculous dude it's gonna be over 100 this weekend i know for two days yeah that's so hot like the entire time i lived here as a kid i never never heard of it maybe in the 80s not even the 90s, probably. I have, Maybe. We should look it up. What's yeah. the historical temperature? Since people have been keeping track of temperature in the state of Washington. Well, actually, wouldn't that wouldn't even matter because there's glaciers. So we could we could figure it out way further back if people take ice cores, which I'm sure they do. So we could just be like, what's the historical? Yeah. <laughs> what's the historical temperatures? Yeah. Historical highs. This is crazy. How long has it been? Who knows? On that note. Today's topic that we wanted to chat about is something that we've thought about off and on for like seven years, probably. Yeah. And it's the golden rule. Isn't it just kind of weird advice? Well, okay, so when you say golden rule, is the, I, I don't remember. Is the golden rule strictly a Christian principle or is it more mm, universal than that? I don't think it is. Okay. But now we're just going to sit here and postulate, not actually know the answer to that question. Yeah. But I don't think so. I know okay. it is in the Bible, but I think it's... I feel like it isn't. Is it more just like a, a, a an age old adage? Yeah, yeah, an age yeah. old age old proverb or some sort of adage. I I think so. And now I could be totally wrong, but I even feel like like sometimes Christians use that as like a a, a, a poor defense of the Bible. Yeah. To be like, well, the golden rules in the Bible, and it's like, yeah, but it's not even that great. <laughs> Right, I don't know. I, we, should, we should look that up. But yeah. I'm not going to look that up right now, so who knows? Who knows? Anyway, it goes like, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I've, I've heard that taken as, like, love one another as you would like to be loved. Yep. Right? That's how I've heard it interpreted. So that might be the, the Christian version. Mm-hmm. potentially if yeah, there is a non-christian yeah, yeah, yeah. version and a christianish version they're basically the same message but yeah the one that i heard in the church was that one yeah like, exactly you know love others as you would have them love you mm-hmm. essentially okay like i i think i take issue with that this doesn't make sense yeah why does why does that make sense not make sense why is that problematic potentially problematic i think it gives you a license to try and not understand someone yeah This is like the the core issue of it. It's like oftentimes when I was growing up, you know, from or even more recent history, it's like if someone treats me, I'm most often or not in the if I'm in a room with people, I'm usually like the odd one out. 
Like, that's sure. how I often feel. Sure. Right? Whether it's true or Whether not. Whether it's t- true or not. Yeah. It's how I feel. Yep. Same. And then, like, okay, so you have that. And then I, I, I grew up in Christian circles my entire life, right? So when you're the odd one out and this principle is at play, like, often I was treated like everyone else in the room would want to be treated. But they never tried to ask me, like, what I wanted or anything. So I always thought this principle was weird, just, like, from the very beginning. And... It doesn't make sense to me because, like, why even have the rule in the first place when right. when you could say, hey, like, how do you like to be treated? Shouldn't the golden rule be, like, ask those around you, like, how they want to be treated and then treat them that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like if we were to, like, change it, it would be, like, seek first to understand yeah, before acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something like that. I think... I didn't first notice it as early as you kind of made it sound like you did. Mm. Though I did feel often like kind of, I don't know, maybe I think a lot of people feel like, I think maybe most people feel like they don't fit in. Yeah. I think that's not unique to us. Yeah, I or, agree. I actually don't know if it's like if like 50-50, some people do, some people don't. Most people I've spoken to, which is not a very large sample of people, admittedly, have felt like they're not. Like, so I think it's this kind of thing where everyone thinks everyone else belongs. Mm. And maybe these kinds of rules and things aren't helping with that at all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's part of it. That said, I'd felt that way as well, but didn't take that connection to this golden rule concept until university um, with one of our roommates, actually. Some of the things that he did with good intent backfired miserably. Yeah. <laughs> um and just really made me feel uncomfortable and then when i asked him about it he's like well i'm just trying to follow the golden rule man that's what i would want and it okay like some of me say what kind of things you want like he would um like always go specifically like out of his way to talk to me even if i was like obviously busy and didn't like i would think obviously busy and didn't want to be disturbed mm-hmm. so in reverse i would not have disturbed him but Turns out he wanted to be disturbed and he would, you know, sit in certain places so that people would disturb him whilst he was being busy because that was nice to him and he wanted to be treated in that way. Yeah. Uh, But I wouldn't because it's like, oh, he's busy. I don't want to just I don't want to disrupt him. But I would be doing like a giant not be disrupted, but he would disrupt me. (laughs) And that when he said that, I was like, wait a second. That's yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't remember what I said, but I remember trying to communicate the idea of like, maybe it's better to ask how people would want to be mm-hmm. treated rather than assume. Yeah. But anyway, that's like the first time I was like, wait a second, maybe this is really not a good idea. Yeah. Um, like, we live with the same roommate. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I said one of our roommates. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, no joke. So we lived... Um, in that apartment with him for it was like nine months yeah well at least it was 12 months so 12 months or something yeah it was close to a year i think yeah and i'm not kidding when i got if i woke up in the morning and this person woke up in the morning i would get asked every morning that he was around if i wanted a cup of coffee and every morning i had to say no yeah and this persisted even after i told him I don't drink coffee. I don't like coffee at that time. I right. like it now. 
That's good. <laughs> but but it was like, and you know, by the third month in, you get really tired. You're like, oh, I don't want to go in the morning because I'm going to get asked questions. Right. Based solely on the fact that that's what he would want me to do. Yeah. And so he's just going to continue doing it to me, irregardless of what I want. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It is. And then, so we had those experiences. And I was like, hmm, I think this might be a problematic way of thinking. And then a couple years later, um, after that, like, I got married. And then I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a problematic way of thinking. <laughs> like, I'm so glad I was already primed before that. Yeah. So that when I did and, like, I immediately started noticing things like, no, you have to treat different people different ways. Like, you can't just go based off what you think is a good idea. You need to, if you want to have, like, a good time with people around you, <laughs> harmony, <laughs> you need to, like, seek to understand. Um, and maybe that's the point of of that saying and we've just misunderstood it. I, I think, I was going to bring this up, but I think there's a layer of abstraction, the right word. Yeah. Where, like... It takes a, a really engaged mind to think about the principle and be like, this actually just means that you, you're trying to understand those around you. Yeah. Because you want to be understood. Exactly. Um, that feels too meta. But why not just say that in the yeah. first place? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I feel like maybe this saying in English got translated from a proverb in a different language and this meaning got jumbled in translation possibly. That might be true, but then why have we been saying it in English for like 600 years? True. That seems a bit silly. Well, be- just because it's like, you know, tradition and people Maybe. like that. Oh, it's for the familiar, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess because like, sure, I would like to be understood. So therefore I seek to understand others. And if we interpret it like that, then no works. problem. Yeah. So if that's how you've always interpreted it and you were listening to this, you're probably screaming at us the whole time saying you're ridiculous. Stop making a big deal out of things. And in that case, <laughs> sure. But what I'm saying is that is not how I understood it, nor has anyone ever explained it to me in that way in any context that has ever been taught to me. Yeah. Actually, except for maybe in a school of life video on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. He might, that guy, his philosophy might actually explain it like that. I want to think about it. Well, I think. But that's such a like edge I, I think there's like a. I don't know if you've heard of this, but I think there's the golden rule and then there's the platinum rule. Okay, I've never heard anything like that. That sounds modern. And, and yeah, like people don't know what platinum was. The platinum <laughs> rule is rewritten. I think it says like, do unto others as they want to be treated or something like that. So okay. it's kind of reworded it okay. in a way that would like kind of like make sense with what we're okay, saying. Okay, so people have talked about this already then. <laughs> yeah, well, like I, I've, I've heard it briefly or it's been on like a... You know, you'll be scrolling through like a, some, kind of like a meme or something. Uh, like, a, like it's like a meme um, where they like have the word crossed out and like this is like yeah, okay. So, so other people have thought about sure, it. Sure, I mean, of course, course. that's yeah. not surprising, but like I haven't come across that. But yeah. that that's nice to know that that's the case. <laughs> just one of those weird things that you just kind of hear and then believe, and then maybe it accidentally influences your behavior and how you think about other people. Yeah, and what you think they should be doing. And then all of a sudden you're just like have this weird worldview and you're like, where'd this come from? Or you never realize that. And then you're just upset and you don't know why you're upset. Do you know how much easier life gets when you like stop thinking about how you think other people should be acting around you? That's huge. Yeah. It's like liberating. It's liberating <laughs> when like you finally realize that you're like, wait a second, this depends zero on myself. Exactly. <laughs> other people are other people yeah 
and they're gonna be what they are yeah you don't don't think about it like yeah it's very freeing but my point is is that like the way that these kind of like adages or whatever proverbs are taught i think at least from my experience so this might not be everyone's obviously don't help with that realization no and i'm like someone who thinks about things you yeah. know what i mean yeah so and it took me a while to even realize that it was just lingering in my brain you know what i mean like this this method of thinking that i was just accepting even as someone who does think about things it's like so what if you're not thinking about things like mm. how much is it continuing things not just this but things like this just sitting in your brain yeah you know and what things are still sitting in my brain i don't know probably too many too many things and then like imagine this kind of non like trying to understand other people method of thinking imagine that and then imagine like being a minority mm-hmm. like it's even worse mm-hmm. i never considered that right like in enters the golden rule to the race problem and then it's just like oh my word exactly so i'm not qualified to talk on that so i can't go much yeah, deeper than that. but i can definitely imagine that it's even worse yeah. of, of an experience right because like, i just wanted to acknowledge that i'm sitting here talking about this like from my perspective but i i can imagine that it's even more detrimental from other perspectives yeah so let's um start a new trend of not propagating the golden rule yeah (laughs) and instead doing what we can to try to ask people what they how they want to be treated now to be fair i think this matters significantly more in people that you've interact with often mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say that you're close to because i don't think that matters it's just people you interact with often. you don't have to be close to them but if you interact with somebody often enough you need to think i think you need to think about how they would like to be interacted with yeah if you don't interact with people often or if like you're thinking at a societal wide level then it's still not true yeah <laughs> but like but maybe you could make a case for saying okay if you are meeting someone for the first time and it's more of like a just like a, a passing by meeting or something or it's like you know you're not going to become friends with said person maybe maybe you could say well the golden rule might be able to get applied here in in the sense of the actual wording because you're like you you might not be given time to actually know but then but then why isn't it just called like that's just manners at that yeah point. i was gonna say you know I, was, I, mean? I was about to say that but then i'm like no that's just describing manners and being courteous like yeah. just be a decent person because then if if the golden rule in that case would replace manners, then it's incredibly subjective. Yeah. Like, manners are manners because they're objective. Exactly. Well, they try to be. They try to be. Well, they're not always, but yeah. they attempt to be. But yeah, so I was about to say that too, but I was like, no, it doesn't even apply there, so no, I'll just can it. <laughs> yep. Okay. This is like steering way off topic. Okay. But you said, okay, so we were talking like, you said you're not qualified to talk about the golden rule when it comes to race sure why did you say that i'm just the the reason i'm asking like i feel the same way right when it comes to those concepts and another reason i'm bringing this up is i just came from the midwest where i grew up where people do feel like they have the right to talk about these things yeah um and they just probably don't even think about like the fact that they might not should not speak about them like why, why do you say that yeah okay so i said i not qualified to talk about it from the perspective of like a race or oh i think i said a minority minority which yeah. i didn't actually specifically mean race i just meant like yeah any specific uh, minority uh, i specifically thought about race sure that was really interesting to me. sure when i was saying said my minority i was also thinking of people who might be like trans or 
yeah. or bi or, yeah. or gay or any sort of minority. But of course, that's also, you know, being a minority also is a lot of people, at least in this country, that yeah. are of color, for example. And why did I say it? Because I'm not of those groups of people. And so therefore, I can't imagine. I mean, I could imagine, but I can't accurately speak what it would be like to experience things under their frame of reference. Okay. Right? Their frame of reference is always going to be different than mine. Like, for example, if you are a left-handed person growing up in a right-handed world, everything is not, nothing is made for you. Yeah. So by design, things are not made for you. So that means every experience that you have is going to be different in a way that a right-handed person will not notice. Yeah. So that's why if I were to talk about it, I'm going to be missing a lot of things. I might, I'm not going to do it justice. So the only way I could talk about it is I would have to say that I'm going to try to talk about this from the perspective of someone who has not experienced it. Yeah. So I could say that, yeah, which is yeah. what I already did because that was my perspective. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, I could just say like, I imagine it's difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I'm like, what I hear you saying, and this is kind of my thought. It's like, why talk about something like that when you know, you're not going to know everything. Yeah. Or like you, you can't bring all the information to the table. And if you're going to bring an incomplete argument to the table, why even yeah. talk about what's, it? What's the point? What's the point? Like, I would love to have that conversation with someone who is a minority from, from a minority group yeah. and be like, have you ever thought about this? Do you think it has affected you in any way? Yes or no? Yeah. That would be great. Then I can have the conversation because then I can ask the person questions. Mm -hmm. But, you know. I was so I guess the reason why I said it was just a form of acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. You know. Makes sense. Like I as a person attempt to <laughs> acknowledge that other people besides me exist. Yeah. That would think very differently than me. Yeah. Potentially. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. I like I agree. Yeah. I just I just thought it would be interesting to to talk about it for two seconds. Mm hmm Obviously it's challenging, um, to I don't know, like word things in a way that you want to be understood mm -hmm. no matter who you are yeah so i do my best to attempt that cover all your bases yeah because yeah. it's like i would like to be understood as best as possible i know it's gonna never work out perfectly yeah and that's fine but i have no problem with attempting to be understood yeah as best as possible like it doesn't bother me to put in any little extra effort to try to be understood like what negative effect does this have to me not nothing mm -hmm. so therefore i give it a go yeah i think like this kind of relates to the whole topic we were just talking about with like the golden rule and such and how things like this feel like they matter a lot at the moment in history we're in mm. and that might just be because i'm living in this moment of history and yeah. i wasn't living in previous ones so i don't know what it's like yeah or it might be because this moment in history different people from all over the world are the most connected they've ever been and information spreads faster than it ever has and to the to tons of people and our brains are constantly trying to fight for the path of least resistance mm -hmm. meaning we're very likely to accept a bias yeah right so that ma makes these kinds of things feel more exacerbated like the golden rule for example because we're now meeting so many more people who do think differently because they don't have a shared context mm. You know, even amongst like people within the same quote unquote umbrella group, like we were with like our roommate, right? Yeah. We were all 
um, evangelical and we were all male and we were all white, yeah. right? We were all three of those things, but we grew up in different geographical regions and within different subsects of those belief sets that like maybe that would have been fair, fairly true with his exact immediate group. Yeah. Right. But like, and it may be like with my exact immediate group, actually, that's not entirely true because my exact immediate group didn't seem to also understand it. So I don't really know. I'm just saying like, I'm saying even within the same groups, because they're so big nowadays, it's like, I think these kinds of misunderstandings are perhaps more pronounced. And I think it's actually a good thing. Yeah. I think it's a better thing that people are now, because I think they have always existed. I'm just saying they might be more exacerbated right now. But I think it's good that this stuff gets brought up so that we can end up with a more balanced world going yeah, forward. Yeah. Like if we have a more free, more understanding, more balanced world in the future, that'd be nice. Like that's a that's a future that I'm down for. Mm-hmm. You have to be incredibly aware of your perception. Just making that as a statement, or no? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that? just like everything you were saying, like you you. I feel like not thinking about how you perceive things is incredibly detrimental. I think so too. In especially today's world because of the, like the connectedness you mentioned. Correct. You you are if you do not do that, you're very likely to feel significantly more misunderstood, significantly more agitated, significantly yeah. more unhappy. Like you you run the risk of all of those things happening, significantly more confused if you don't seek to understand and seek to be aware of your perspectives on things yeah if you don't do that you don't have to right no one's like forcing to do it but why do it right because it, it's a, it's like an antidote to like feeling misunderstood feeling upset feeling agitated all these kinds of things mm-hmm. that's the reason to do it hmm. i i thought i thought about this before because i'm like if i'm going to be asked by someone who thinks that it's ridiculous that i think about things as much as i do like why am i doing it what's my yeah. answer yeah. you know like because people would tell me oh you think too much Stop thinking so much. And I'm like, I don't necessarily appreciate that, but that's okay. Um, but do I think too much? I mean, I've thought about that <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Um, and maybe sometimes, but also I actually don't think so at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying everyone needs to have, you know, think as much as I do. They don't have to. But I think as long as you, I think what is important, if your goal is to not be like upset or agitated or whatever, then you should at least be on a path to try to understand better yeah and, and be open and, and think about your perceptions yeah because like it came down to like why did i why am i this way in the first place well because i used to be more upset more confused and that wasn't fun so on the path of trying to become less of that this is what has happened yeah and it has been successful so far it it reminds me ironically like okay so like christian upbringing you have the golden rule yeah and then there's also another various that's like make it your aim to live at peace with everyone which is kind of oh yeah contradictory to that it is in the sense of the word but like i totally agree with you it's like it's like you are making every effort possible to try and live in the best way with those around you and interact with anyone around the world in the best possible way that's right i'm trying to live as harmoniously as possible yeah why like you could say why are you doing that you don't need to do that fair i'm doing that because that sounds enjoyable to me. Yeah, yeah. It feels nice to me. Yeah. To live in a way that's harmonious with as many people around the world as possible. I mean, I would make a case like, it, like if you're trying to, if something's causing strife, why is it worth it? Well, I think that's a complicated. Well, no, no, but statement. like, like 
negative strife or like bad strife in the sense of like i see what you're saying yeah and i will say that that this the point of strife is going to depend upon the perspective yeah. of the person right like i might have a behavior that i think is a fantastic behavior that causes strife to you or other people and then i might completely not realize it yeah right. so you make me aware of that thing but that's like the, the strife was being entirely caused by by your perspective and how can we decide if that thing is good or bad now we have to be try to be objective from that subjective point of view okay so if i was doing something that was like like living in a really unclean uncleanly way for example and i just didn't care about it but then you were around me and then you noticed it okay now you have to try to get me to understand your object you trying to be objective to say that being like dirty is bad yeah right and i might not understand that that's my point yeah but but what you're saying is is i agree with like but what i'm saying is that like each person can make as much effort and like but if that effort leads to a point where there is like strife but like if you're still trying to get to that point of understanding i'm saying it's possible to to perceive this as not strife but differences sure you know what i mean well and i kind of took you on a bit of rabbit trail to get back to what you were saying let's just say that if we're trying to come up with like a worldview which is things kind of we were going with this and we were to say what is a potential ideal worldview a one in which all members of society were trying to live in harmony with the other members of society in a way that didn't cause like strife to the other the other members that would probably be a, a pretty solid world worldview yeah yeah like it would probably be pretty effective i'm, I'm speaking idealistically yes here, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and i'm a realist so i know it sucks yeah. <laughs> yeah, this happens <laughs> unfortunately I, I just overcomplicate things well i don't think it's overcomplicating but like and it's okay so it's like it's not like i haven't thought through all the edge case scenarios yeah but it's just like, oh, this is like a... I, I come at principles like this from an ideal point of view, meaning that I'm like, oh, this principle, if ev- literally everyone got on board, oh, this would work. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you're like, everyone's not going to get on board. So these are the flaws of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I see. I guess I know that. I should just remember that more. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean... I, that you... I, I like, but no, no, like, yeah, you could know that. But then, like, at the same time, I'm like, but I like that you bring up, like, the edge case scenarios. Sure. And we can talk through it. That's fair. As long as you think that I haven't thought of those. Oh, yeah. Of course, I'm not going to yeah. just assume that. Okay. No. I'm just, you know, having dialogue. And usually, like, I do try to bring it back to the point that you were making. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. I go on a tangent just to say that I agree with you. <laughs> uh, whatever. I guess that's just what I do. I mean, like, if you're really trying to come up with a worldview based on what we've been talking about, just, like, seek to understand. Right. Clap. We're done. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the podcast. (laughs) That's it.